to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash rabrkylejohansson.us. That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot u on the left hand side is a navigation menu you can use this to learn how to load the rebel alliance briefing room podcast on your android or apple phone and tablet and we have direct links to our podcast on apple and google podcast please participate by connecting to our social media answering questions of the week or submitting feedback directly from the site again all of these are available at the rebel alliance briefing room website at r a B R dot K A I L E J O H A N S E N dot U S. And now it's time to talk Star Wars. I am Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say hello. Okay, so uh, let's pretend like we're starting then. All right, so. Uh, Today, we're going to review another movie, um, the Star Wars sequel movie, Attack of the Clones, uh, and this one is, the, like I said, the second one in the, in the uh, prequel line. I said sequel, it's prequel. Um, we've got several news clips we're going to look at. We're going to learn a bunch of stuff about lightsabers and how to bleed kyber crystals, and we're going to do a pretty... A good review on the uh, trailer that came out. Let's hope. Um, so let's let's go ahead and get started then, Scott. What do you think? All right. Okay, so it's time for the news. So we're gonna start with the uh, trailer first. So I'm gonna play it. We'll just watch it all the way through the first time, and then we'll go back and just kind of pause and talk about it as we go through. Okay. survive. Lead us alone. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father? You still want Kenobi. He's gone. Maybe you've been looking in the wrong places. I want every lowlife and bounty hunter to squeeze him. You can't win all we want! You can't escape him! There was a lot in there, wasn't there? Uh, mm-hmm. Like you said, we got to see more Inquisitors and stuff. Um, let's go ahead and 
We'll play and I'll pause as we go through here. So those are supposed to be the ships of the Inquisitors, just so you know. They all three travel together? Yeah, so this one here, there's an Inquisitor there in the middle, if you can see that. Mm -hmm. The ring, ring on the back, that's the yeah. blade that spins. And I've... I'm under the understanding that this scene is on a different planet than Tatooine. Um, yeah, it's like it's like the casino thing. The yeah, close to there. Yeah, there's a it's a different planet. And I I don't remember off the top of my head. This what is the probably was. This, You think that's green screen, and they or they filmed it in Hong Kong? Um, I mean it's. It's probably most a green screen, or they could have built a, a set like it, you know, like a they had like a maybe a set somewhere that was the Vegas Strip or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, all this all this language is in that um, that made up Star Wars language. All, all these letters and stuff are are those because you can see on here uh, different words and stuff, and they're all that ever everish language. I'm coming. See, and there's your scene with all three of them. A ship behind them. Um, this is definitely on Tatooine. Uh, this is all the sand and the buildings and stuff looks like Tatooine. So there's the guy with the dome helmet, um, the new girl, Reva, or whatever her name is, and this is the grand guy in the middle. The um, grand guy, the one that has a circle saber, or the guy with the dome? Um, or both. I think at one point they all they both had them, but I don't know if we'll see that in this show. The guy with his dome is the one that in the show is we've seen with, or in the in these trailers we've seen with the circle saber that spins. Yeah, okay. the Grand Inquisitor is supposed to have one too, but um, I don't know if we've ever seen him with a lightsaber turned on in these uh, trailers. We've only seen him talking, you know. Yeah. He's all hissy. So yeah, there's your, dope. And this uh, guy in the background is Owen Lars. Yeah. Let's see. Owen will not survive. Just looking. This is the the thing, and there's Luke on top of the building there. And that's got to be Baru and Owen outside there, because that's the only mm -hmm. people there. Leave us alone. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. Yeah. I thought that Ooh. was pretty funny. Ooh. Ow. Damn. Damn, look, Jeff. At, look at his face. He's like, he's like, yeah, I know. I, I did a bad job, didn't I? He, he's feeling guilty about it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of what we're going to see in the series. We're going to see a lot of him being guilty about, you know, Anakin turning and, of course, the Clone Wars. They lost the Clone Wars. You still want Kenobi. See, now, this is in the Inquisitor's building, but there's, a, there's another one there. This one right here next to the black girl is an Inquisitor, too, and that's... We haven't seen that one before. You see her? She's right... Uh, See, on the right side is a Imperial uniform, and the, on the left side is yeah. another girl. Yeah. Um, we got Reva, this other girl, the guy with the dome, 
Um, and then two Imperials that are are close to us, with their yeah. backs to us, I guess. Yeah. She's new. I don't know who she is. He's gone. There they are being dispatched. Maybe you've been looking in the wrong places. I want every low life. And this is where they upload him as a, you know, to the help wanted uh, net. Mm-hmm. So all the, uh, you know, troopers and everybody knows who he is. This is his uh, help wanted bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, whatever they call that, I don't know. Lincoln. <laughs> you mean the digital post office wall? Yeah. So, oh all right, so bounty hunter to squeeze him. So, there's a couple things there. I want to go back and bounty hunter. So, that guy you saw there just a second for a second, mm-hmm. he had green, he had green on him, so he has like yeah. a green, green eyeball thing. So, that's not an inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can get back. Yeah, see, there it is. Yeah. He's got something green that, so that's not an inquisitor that. Like that. That's some. That's one of the bounty hunters they were talking about. Bounty hunter to squeeze him. And this guy's uh got horns on his head, all over his head. Yeah. So that's a got to be a bounty hunter of some sort, right? See, so look at the horns on his head right there. It's not Maul because uh, it could you know Maul could be around at this time, but it's not him. So it's just that girl there with the lightsaber. There's nobody else. No more Inquisitors. So this is probably on a ship. You can't win, Obi-Wan! Oh, yeah. They were making a big deal about that, too, online. What? You can't run, Obi-Wan? No, this. He's got a gun. He's not using a lightsaber. He's got a gun. (laughs) Oh. Well, he doesn't want to be found out. Yeah. Why? Remember in the movies, he, he said that they're, that they're uncivilized. What yeah. guns are uncivilized like the uh, lightsaber is? Lightsaber is honorable. Yeah, there's, there's that robot that we keep talking about. Um, and I think he's a security type of robot, this guy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a pretty... Still fuzzy, but that's clear enough that we can recognize the face and stuff. So that's this is supposed to be a totally different droid that we've never seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not. So the, this is supposed to be a, a, a kind of droid too. It's like a uh, um, search kind of droid thing, a little handheld thing. Who is this guy? Who does that look like? It's Spock. No. <laughs> I don't recognize that person's face. It's Spock. Look at the nose. No, it's not. <laughs> he, doesn't have, he doesn't have pointy ears. It's not Spock. Silly. You 
think uh, if you look at his face there, it's like a uh, he senses something. He recognizes something. He's, uh, he's, also something. Still, he's also still all stressed out. Yeah, but I think he's like, you know, right after mm-hmm. this thing is activated, which lets Vader breathe easy. He's like, oh, that's something I haven't felt in the Force for a while. I don't know. All right. Yeah, that's probably the moment he realizes that um, Anakin's not dead is when he gets that look on his face there. He's like, what? 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 Let's stop presenting. All right, so we're back to normalness. Okay, uh, so that's the trailer. Um, obviously, it gets us more and more excited for the show, right? Did you yeah. notice anything in there that you wanted to bring up or talk about? Just uh, just that. Uh, I thought I saw a trailer. I don't know. You sent it to me or somewhere that Darth Vader standing over some lady and said, you let him go or something like that. Looks like he's going to kill her. I didn't send that to you. That I don't. I haven't seen that one. Um, but there, it seems like there's shit coming out left and right now. Yeah, there's stuff coming out, and um, I think that week's going to be stupid crazy. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's the convention at the same time, so we're going to get all kinds of stuff from all the different other shows too. So right, so. Uh, the next thing I've got is um, this actually comes from the Wayback Machine, the Internet Wayback Machine. It's a archived article that used to be on the Wikipedia page, you know, the Star Wars Wikipedia Wiki page. And this article is about lightsabers um, and where they came from, and you know, so on and so on. And it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty in depth article too, Scott. Like we looked at last week, it's mm-hmm. probably got six or eight pages as well, um, because it talks about in the beginning um, they basically had to have uh, the lightsaber uh, plugged into a battery all the time until they were ready to use it because it would drain so quickly. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's see. Let's start here at the top. According to earliest lightsabers were crude devices that utilize experimental frozen blaster technology to create a energy beam of fixed length. Uh, so it uses use something to freeze the blaster so it wouldn't, you know, project yeah. out or whatever. Uh, force savers was force saber was a precursor to and was a precursor and created by Rakata, which would eventually evolve into a lightsaber. Users were able to channel the dark side of the force through the black laboratory-grown crystals, um, which which would create a glowing energy blade. Um, so, yeah, so you have to remember, I, I didn't really say it here at the beginning, but um, the Sith are the original ones that created the lightsaber. Okay. That's why it talks about dark stuff right away. Because um, yeah. they created it. Um, 
first lifesavers came into being uh, before the Jedi Order. Uh, ritual learning of freeze laser beam, blah, blah, blah. First blade built on Tython prior to the Force Wars. Um, there was a uh, there was a Jedi that was known as the Weapon Master. Oh, okay. Um, and he uh, he was an he was an integral part in creating the weapons for. Um, you know, they used that weapon that he created for almost a millennia, which a thousand years. Wow. Um. By the time blah blah, blah fifteen thousand before uh, the Death Star explodes, Jedi's uh, do more, find more research, and they develop a method to generate the focus beam um, without using the frozen blaster method. Um, controlled energy circuit, uh, first portable high energy blade. Um, they were very unstable and inefficient, guzzling energy from a mounted belt power spy, like I was just saying just a moment ago. Wow. Um, and they could uh, only use be for a brief duration before they overheated, and you know the bl the blade would stop. Uh, they were they were mostly. Uh, ceremonial objects. So they used them during ceremonies and such. They didn't use them for fighting at the time. Uh, they were seldomly worn. Uh, and then uh, they, were, they were very unstable, meaning they didn't stay up very long. Um, and the Dark Sith Lords of the Sith Empire were ultimately responsible for the achievements in lightsabers, replacing the belt-mounted power pack with a power cell within the hilt of the uh, blade. So, um, you know, that part they hold on to has got has some sort of battery pack in it. Uh, and there's a there was an internal semi semiconductor introduced that transferred um, energy and, and kind of. Um, fixed the uh, negative loop problem that was causing them to only last for a while and not and not use as much energy. Um, yeah, and that solved the power supply problem. Uh, Dark Jedi welded the uh, lightsabers for um, several years. Um, the uh, the um, non-dark Jedis or, you know, Jedi did not use the weapon still. It was mostly used only by um, the dark uh, Sith Empire groups. Uh, and they um, they also pioneered a technique to, synth to make synthetic um, crystals. Uh, so that they could uh, produce them easily without having to go find, you know, go through that ritual of finding the uh, crystal and stuff like that that uh, the Jedi still do. Um, so after many advancements and such to make it more stable and more 
um, you know, powerful and uh, and so on. Uh, the Jedi found the weapon weapon interesting. Um, and like you know, the the Jedi themselves, you know, the Sith were were um, always out for war. Let's, it was kind of. I always kind of think about you know you talk about Star Trek, Scott. I always think about the Sith as you know the Klingons or something like that um, yeah. in Star Trek. They were always you know it was an they were honored to be in battle. They were always looking for a battle so they could uh, you know up their honor kind of thing. Yeah, um, and the and the Jedi were were peacekeepers. They uh, they tried to avoid you know battle if possible. Um. But they found it, you know, with interactions with different groups in the Sith, they needed something to defend themselves. Uh, uh, so that that version of the weapon was called um, a proto saber. Um, and at the end of the first Sith War, is when the Jedi fully adopted um, the lightsaber. Um, and they they did some refinements to it, blah blah blah. Uh, and then of course, um, you know, we have this is way back. You know, like I said, fifteen thousand years before you know the Death Star was even created, right? So um, during this period, we have several different wars between the Jedi and the Sith, and the and so on and so forth. And then there's a uh, a Jedi civil war. Um, that happens also, wow. and uh, of course, then there's um, regular wars like the Galactic War and and such. And um, it's it talks a lot in here about how uh, the uh, Sith were behind quite a few of the wars. Yeah. Um, so here I've got a list of lightsaber resistant materials um, that. Uh, you know, either they you can't cut through them as well, or it's you can can't cut through them at all. And one of it says cordis, um, which is a very rare, expensive metal. Um, it says cordis has the ability to momentarily short out a lightsaber. So you hit the cordis, and your lightsaber stops working. Um, but eventually, it'll come back up. There is a frick which. Uh, Withstand a, it withstands the blade, um, but it doesn't short it out. So it's kind of like, um, you know, we're going to talk about here further down uh, the armor that uh, uh, the Mandalorians use. It's uh, it's it's resistant as well. Um, dark swords. Yeah. So uh, there's also a dark saber version that the Sith had called a dark sword and it would also temporarily deactivate a lightsaber on contact so if you'd fight them with one of these swords and you you know you hit each other it would stop oh. um, there's a, a cloth called armor weave um, which gives some resistance although the protection the protection is limited uh, Sith alchemy. What's this say? Augmented metals. 
um, seemingly unstoppable uh, two lightsabers. So they um, lightsabers can't get through them. And then, of course, like you said, like we talked about, Mandalorian iron um, is what they call it. Um, but we know it's called Beskar, you know? Yeah, that's uh, it. Uh, they call it Beskar, and the, that's what it's called in, in the Mandalorian ang- language um, is Beskar, but it's uh, generally called Mandalorian Iron. Um, and there's force weapons. You had a... Uh, they had some sort of, like, shield kind of force weapon. Yeah. Um, that would work. Um, and it says all lightsabers are all lightsabers were short out if submerged in water. <laughs> so in in rain, a lightsaber would steam up, but not short out. But I was going to say, I see lightsaber work was, in rain. If it was Lights- submerged in water, it would uh, it would eventually short out. Um, and they they did um, also create a version of a lightsaber that was somewhat waterproof, so it wouldn't short out. Mm-hmm. But they weren't. There wasn't very many of those. It says uh, some Jedi, specifically the aquatic species, designed special lightsabers that could activate underwater. Um, and there were certain animals. There was like a animal called a lava dragon. That possessed natural armor that would reflect the blade. Um, and we talked about the armor. Standard lightsabers consist of a straight hilt, approximately 20 to 30 centimeters long. Uh, each um, you know, handle and the hilt is individually designed, um, self-fabricated. And customized to suit the uh, the person's you know personality and stuff. Uh, double bladed uh, blades are usually um, associated with Sith. Um, they were also it would also increase the length of the of the hilt or the uh, handle. Um, because technically you had to have enough to support two two sabers, right? Yeah. Um, uh, the first recorded use of a weapon was by a Sith Lord, Exgar Kun, which I've never heard of that guy. Um, he's the first one to modify a lightsaber to make it go together so they have two. Oh. Uh, Curved hilt lightsabers, long-handled lightsaber pikes. These are different types of lightsabers, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, and there's there's a different types, too. There's a training lightsaber, which doesn't have the uh, strength of a regular lightsaber. So, you know, they don't hurt themselves while they're training. And then there's a dual-phase lightsaber. Um, which has a longer length than a regular lightsaber, uh, the blade part. Uh, uh, 
underwater. Dark Saber is one of them. Also, we know about the Dark Saber, and that's um, not a traditional lightsaber either, because uh, it's it's called the Dark Saber because most of its most of the blade is black, right? And it's just we just see a white part along the um, along the one edge, and and that is um, supposed to be fairly unique. Not very many of blades of that type have ever been used. Um, so, yeah, and there's a lot more in here. It talks about colors and uh, you know different fighting styles and such like that. I'm not going to really get into that. Um, but this this is a really good article that. Um, yeah, you might you might find it interesting. It's it is kind of long, um, but I want to get into the second one. And this second one is also came from Wikipedia. This is a current article on the Wikipedia, and it's about bleeding um, crystals, kyber crystals. Um, and the first thing it says is bleeding was the process that a dark side um, user used. Uh, the dark side of the force to bend the kyber crystal to their will, turning it red. It would possibly, it was possible for some light sided users to purify corrupt crystals, which would bring them back to the light side and change their color. So the dark side can corrupt the crystal and, and make it bleed, and the light side can reverse that if they need to. Um, Bleeding was accomplished by pouring rage, hate, and fear, and pain into the kyber crystal, which means the dark side of the force, until the crystal chains resulting in a crimson-bladed lightsaber. Uh, it's associated almost exclusively with the dark side or Sith. Um, kyber crystals in general were always aligned with the light side of the force, so that's why they had to um, do this bleeding it, to convert it to the dark side because um, they would, by default, they only work uh, for light-sided people or work correctly. Um, and here is when it says, when Darth Vader first attempted to bleed a green crystal uh, from Master Karif's lightsaber, he experienced... Uh, intense visions from the light side of the force urging him to return to the light side um, and the procedure damaged the crystal uh, procedure damaged the crystal um, and it uh, so yeah so it talks about how um, you know like how Kylo Ren's lightsaber had the two uh, things coming yeah. out the side um it's the same thing that we're talking about here. So that crystal was damaged and it had extra feedback, which they needed to have these side things to vent the extra feedback. Okay. So the, so the saber was stable again. Um, that's why Kylo had his, he, he had trouble, um, you know, bleeding it fully, I guess. So it didn't go all the way. Uh, let's see. Da, da, da. Uh, they were also able, like I said, able to take a crystal and um, bleed it, not bleed it, but uh, convert it to the light side too. 
shortly after the uh, formation of the Galactic Empire is when um, Darth Sidious explained the bleeding process to Darth Vader. Um, since he lost his weapon on Mustafar when he got his legs and everything cut off. Um, so, uh, you know, Palpatine showed him how to bleed the saber. Um, and, yeah, so that's talks about that. Inquisitors... Um, They have lights. So an Inquisitor's blade, and and many um, of the of the Sith, um, they get their lightsabers by killing a Jedi, and then that's when they take the blade and bleed the crystal swords. Okay. And that's uh, so. What happened with the Inquisitors is um, Darth Vader would bleed the crystals and then give them give the lightsaber to the Inquisitors. So that's how they okay. got... That's how the Inquisitors got lightsabers, even though they weren't, you know, Jedi or Sith Lords or anything yeah. like that. Um, I'm reading here. Reading, reading, reading. Uh, Tano. New Republic. Yeah, so that's... That's a pretty short article, but it, it kind of describes, you know, how they bleed them, and that's what I wanted to kind of to go over is, you know, they they do some process where they're holding the crystal and they're they're kind of you know forcing all of their hate and, and hate hate anger and, into it. Yeah. yeah, and that that turns it uh, a red color, which uh, is why we get most Sith have red blades. Um. I think every single Sith that we've seen so far has got a, a red blade of some sort, right? Yeah. Uh, Kylo Ren, uh, all, all of them seem to have them. Anakin had plenty of Anakin had plenty of anger and hate. Yeah, yeah, he had more than most people, didn't he? So, he uh, yeah. So that's that's the news. The news. Are you planning your next trip to Tatooine? Well, come on down to Pelly's Modern Repair Shop, where our droids will spruce up your wagon. We'll service just about anything from Starfighter Corellian Y-1300 Freighter to a Vespa Hovering Scooter. If we don't have the part, we can get it. If you qualify for our special program, we'll provide you with any parts our Jawas can get. Well, that's right. Come on down to Pelly's Modern Repair Shop where we can store fuel and upgrade your vessel. We're located at Tatooine's Moss Eisley Spaceport. Hangar 35. Spoiler alert. Danger. You're about to be spoiled. This is your spoiler alert. We're about to talk candidly and explicitly about some TV shows or movies. If you have not watched them, please fast forward to the appropriate section. You will not be warned again. 
because you will be spoiled. Prequel movie, Attack of the Clones. This is the second movie in the prequel trilogy. Um, you think of them uh, as the prequels, the originals, and then the sequels. They were all trilogies. So Attack of the Clones was released on May 16th, 2002. Uh, total running time was 142 minutes. The budget was 120000 or twenty million, sorry, twenty thousand, <laughs> um, which is a little bit more than what they accounted for for uh, you know the the movie before it, and mm-hmm. this is takes place twenty two years before um, New Hope um, or the Death Star exploding yeah. situation. Uh, two thousand two, directed by George Lucas, of course, and Jonathan Hales. Uh, so he helped direct it. The film is set 10 years after the Battle of Naboo, which is um, the one we saw, you know, with the uh, Jar Jar and his group. So it's, so it's basically 10 years after the one, first one. Uh, Master Renegade Jedi, Master Dooku, has gotten thousands of systems um, to join the uh, Republic. That's what they're calling it. Uh, you know, there's an assassination attempt of um, uh, Padme Aldama. And this is where, in, yeah, this is just starting where it's starting out. So it's uh, at the beginning, we know that uh, they get assigned to guard her and protect her um, and so on. Um, Attack of the Clones was the first movie to film. Um, the first Star Wars movie to film directly in a high definition, 24 frames uh, a second. Um, the film was a financial success with grossing over $600 million worldwide. Uh, so, you know, they 600 times the amount that they spent on the budget. Uh, however, for the first time, a Star Wars film did not earn the highest box office for that year. Attack of the Clones ended up being fourth behind Lord of the Rings, um, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, and Harry Potter, The Chamber of Secrets, and Spider-Man. So those three were ahead of Star Wars that year, 2002. So um, that's basically the, the uh, information about it. If we get into the episode here, we have... Uh, an opening crawl that says the unrest in the Gal- Galactic Senate. Uh, there's several thousand solar systems have declared in- intentions to leave the Republic and join the separatist movement under the leadership of Count Dooku. Uh, he has made it difficult for a limited number of Jedi to maintain the peace and order in the galaxy. Uh, Senator Amadala, the former queen of Naboo, is returned to the Senate to vote on a critical issue, creating an army of the Republic to assist the overwhelmed Jedi. Um, okay, so uh, that that's the beginning of that. And uh, 
Sith Lord Darth Tyrannus is actually is is Count Dooku's Sith name. Um, Darth Tyrannus. Uh, let's see. So it starts out, and they uh, the Padme arrives on Coruscant. She norm, norm, narrowly escapes an assassin an assassination attempt. So I don't know if you noticed when they landed. So they had the the big ship that you talk about with the big wings. They landed, and we see uh, it, what it looks like the senator coming out the back of the ship, and it explodes. Right? Yeah. But if you paid attention closely, you would notice that one of the um, one of the cat cart one of the uh, Guard ships that landed along with them, the she was actually flying the smaller ship. If you notice yeah. that, so as soon as the explosion happens, she gets all you know weepy and goes up there and talks to Corday before she dies. Oh my gosh, Corday! <laughs> and this causes a uh. A thing where the Jedi talk about it to uh, Senate, or, uh, Supreme Chancellor Palpatine, and they uh, he suggests that um, the Jedi um, help prevent another assassination attempt, um, and he suggests that um, someone she knows to do that, and that was that would be Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan, um, and of course that means Anakin is is comes along. For the ride. Yeah, so um, we have a scene where they meet each other again. Oh, Annie, is that you? Oh, oh I, so I, like much. That. I like the elevator scene. What are you sweating for? Yeah, what are you sweating for? What are you sweating for? It's been 10 years. That's why. <laughs> Which is weird. So that I, I kind of thought that Anakin, when he was doing the pod racing, he was like, I don't know, seven or eight, maybe. Yeah, what do you think? yeah younger than that. Right. So, so now he's, he's like eighteen years old now. So he's yeah. eighteen, and we know that um, Padme was already in her teens when they first met. At that time, she was like maybe fourteen. Mm-hmm. So ten years. So she's twenty-four, right? Mm-hmm. So he's eighteen and she's twenty-four. So she's the older woman. Mm-hmm. So think about that, cougar. Yeah. The cougar. Uh, all right, so they uh, they they protect her. They t- we see a scene where they're you know talking in the the suite that uh, uh, Padme's in. Um, you know, blah blah blah. They're talking about this and that, and how um, Anakin's still thinking about his mother all the time and whatever. And we see a scene with uh, Django Fett comes down and talks to uh, an assassin, Zam Wells. Um, and he uh, he scolds her for messing up the first time, which is the uh, you know, the explosion on the ship. And they talk about how yeah. uh, you know, that was a uh, a decoy. Well, what was um, hold on, I, you know, when they land, landed, just I'd be going backwards a little bit. Was that a shot? Was that a was that a rifle shot from from Jan- Django Fett? Is that what we're assuming? When the when the when the, the ship sh- blew up. No, that was uh, some sort of bomb or something. So 
it was a pretty big explosion. So it could have been yeah, a rocket so, launcher type so of thing. But I re- I'm, of course, you know, I've watched it like two or three times. So yeah. is it is it was it the guard that came and got her and that walked her down the thing and he blew it up or I don't why know. Haven't they, been, why, haven't been... they, why haven't they set forth out, you know, and said who did it or how it happened actually happened? It could have been a, a bomb that was, you know, had a timer on it too. We don't know. So we don't know any of that stuff. We never find out. And, and I agree. I don't know why we uh, don't why actually don't we find know? out. Yeah. We know that this uh, Zam Zam Wells Wellsell, who uh, Django is talking to, set that up in the first place. Um. And it doesn't really, you know, in the movie or in this description, it doesn't really talk about what that was that blew up. You know, if it, it could have been, like you said, it could have been a rocket launcher or some sort, maybe. I don't know. You couldn't, I didn't really see anything launch, though, so I think it was mostly a bomb of some sort. Um, so uh, we see we see them talking, and he's, uh, you know, scolding her for that. And then... Um, he says, uh, you can't fail this time. And he gives her a tube with some big worms in it, right? And he yeah. says, be careful Be careful with these things. They're very, very poisonous. Yep. You know, make sure you know what you're doing. And uh, let's see. And they, uh, then we see Zam uh, later on um, loading the tube into some sort of uh, droid, flying droid craft or something. And this this thing goes up to the window and and um, does something on the window and then cuts a hole in it and inserts the open tube and the uh, little slimy things cr- crawl out there and start to and we see uh, R two doesn't even um, you know notice him either he he notices a noise but um, can't detect anything um, so. That's kind of weird too. I mean, maybe they don't have some sort of heat signature or whatever. But um, well, they stop too. Yeah, they do stop. So maybe R two is just detecting motion or or whatever. Yeah. Um. So so they they climb up there on the bed and everything, and then uh, we see um, Obi Wan and Anakin talking, and they both sense 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 something and run into the room, <laughs> and Anakin of course slices the. Uh, he worms up uh, and then eats them, eats eats sushi out of them with it after he. After yeah. sushi. That's uh, a good one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The uh, and this is where we see uh, Obi Wan sees the little droid at the window still, and he jumps through the window, <laughs> through the hole, uh, through the hole, breaks the glass, and yeah. grabs onto the little thing. Start and it starts to as it starts to escape. Yeah. Um, and they pursue, he's, he's flying on this thing for a while. Um, Anakin finally gets himself together and tells, um, Padme she'll be okay, uh, with R2 and he goes and gets a, robs a craft somewhere. He doesn't say that. He says, you stay here. Yeah. <laughs> you stay here. Good Do talk. what I say. Do a good talk. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah, so uh, he gets on a uh, ship that he stole 
and starts to chase Obi-Wan around and Obi-Wan finally jumps onto the uh, whatever, uh, you know, speeder that they're on and they catch up with uh, this this Zam person that they saw Mm -hmm. um, escape also. And uh, we get a couple of things where uh, um, Obi-Wan is complaining about his Anakin's driving and uh, and then we see Anakin finally stops the ship and jumps over the edge and mm-hmm. basically lands I on top of does that. Lands on top of her ship. Yeah, I hate when he does that. Yeah, I hate that when he does that. Yeah. Like, Who is he talking to? <laughs> exactly. Uh, and they chase uh, into a bar. Um. You know, Anakin fights her on the ship, and the and it and it gets disabled, and it has yeah. to crash land. She runs he into a bar. He loses. He loses his lightsaber, and and Obi Wan has to catch it out of midair again. He, he does, and he tells him uh, right away. He says, uh, "Pay more attention to this thing. Don't lose it again. Uh, you know, this is your life, uh, and so on." And he describes to Obi Wan. He describes this uh, Zam character, and it's a he says it's a it's a she, because um, Obi Wan thinks it's a he. So he says it's a she, and mm-hmm. he says it's a changeling of some sort because he thought he saw yeah. uh, it try to change a little bit. Um, so that makes it even more difficult because they it could the person could be anybody in the in yeah. the room. Um, so they go into the nightclub and uh, look around a little bit, and then uh, Obi Wan says that he will uh, go get a drink and let Anakin fit, figure it out. Which I thought was kind of funny. He's like, "You, you go do it. You go figure it out. I'm going to get a yeah. drink. You already knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Would you yeah. like some death sticks? You don't need to show me any death sticks. You need to go home and think about your life. <laughs> I'm going to go home and think about my life. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> funny. That was pretty funny too. And I don't know if you recognize that guy, but he's he he's been in a a lot of shows, small parts in a lot of shows, too. Um, he had a funny vo- think, voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so blah, blah, blah. Um, so they track this person down and uh, start talking to her. The to kill Obi-Wan. Yeah. And he cuts her, he cuts her gun hand off. Or its right. gun hand off. And, and hauls her out, hauls it outside. Right, hauls street. it outside, and they start talking to her. And uh, you know, apparently she's got more um, wounds than we uh, really saw because she pretty much dies on out there while they're talking to her. No, um, it's because it's because Django Fett shoots a dart into her neck. There you go. Come on. There you go. No, I'm trying to get you to participate. Jeez. I know what's going on. Sitting there, well, well, Mr. Mr. Obi Wan's all calm and cool, collected, asking, and and Annie goes, Annie yells at her, goes, yeah. "Who's that job? Tell me who it is. Who it is? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, don't get a neck. Yeah, it gets a dart to the neck, and they barely see who it is. Um, they see uh, someone in a you know, blue suit taking off in a, in a quick. Um, 
and uh, they assume it's a, a bounty hunter. So they a question, like I said, uh, fires off, and they return back to the uh, to the temple, and uh, Obi Wan returns to the temple, and Anakin returns back to Padme's, you know, uh, suite or whatever. And Obi-Wan tries to research and find out something about this this killer. Um, and... He goes to that diner. Yeah, he goes to that diner. That, uh, uh, diner. Dax, Dax Diner or something like that. Yeah, Dax, yeah, is the, yeah. Dax is the alien. That's, he's got two sets of arms or something. Yeah. He's pulling up his pants. How good it is to see you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, exactly, and um, we also see where Padme has decided that it's time it's, she should go back um, to the planet. Um, she doesn't, you know, want to get killed or anything like that. So she's she she'd rather hide hide away from him on her planet where she knows, um, mm-hmm. you know, the train and the people and such. Uh And the Jedi Council recommends that she goes, so goes uh, standard packaging transit. Yeah, instead of uh, special special class or whatever. Yeah, uh, or her or her fancy ship. Yeah, because um, so she don't have a fancy ship no more. It's gone. Yeah, it got blown up. Uh, and we also see some um, before that. Anakin is. Uh, Going on a rant about how Obi Wan doesn't uh, doesn't uh, appreciate him and all that stuff. Remember that where he's frustrated yeah, with how he's treating him and yeah. not letting him do the trials and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, before she leaves, she um, tells Jar Jar Binks that he is supposed to assume the uh, senatorial duties. Which uh, I do my yeah. best that I could possibly do to honor that that just. Just go. I know you have busy things to do. Go. Yeah. Go. Yeah, just go. Just uh, go. Go be your Sith Lord self. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so Anakin goes and uh, Obi-Wan is still um, researching some stuff. And he finds um, from Dax that the uh, the dart comes from Camino. Um, it's something that they develop there. Um, so whatever, wherever he's trying to find this uh, bounty hunter, it's going to probably be at Camino. And um, he goes into the Jedi archives, and it's the planet Camino is missing from the uh, from the archives. And he says, "How can that be?" And this is where we. Uh, this is see, where it's supposed to be. This is where it's supposed to be, and then he goes in and talks to. Uh, younglings and Yoda uh, for for advice and the younglings say that uh, that it's been erased from the archives um so yeah so they uh oh, he, he, that was young one youngling it is yeah Yoda tells him that uh it's wherever the gravity is pulling Go is to the is center of gravity and you will find the planet that you're looking for exactly or whatever 
because even the star is missing. So the planet is missing, but the whole star system is missing from the map. Mm -hmm. So they can see the gravity from the um, star, but they can't see the star or anything mm -hmm. around it. Um, so yeah, he says to go there. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He goes to the um, Camino and finds it. Um, and he he talks to uh, Prime Minister Lama Su. And, you know, he's like, uh, army? What army? What? <laughs> Those are some of your eight looks. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he learns from Lama Su that Master Siphodius um, requisitioned an army. Uh, and isn't he's... That, isn't, that, isn't that who... Isn't that uh, who... How he killed? Yeah. Right? Ten years ago? Yeah. How teen years? Uh, actually, I think uh, Duco killed Sifidius. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so... Uh, and this is where um, Obi-Wan kind of realizes that um, Sifidius was dead before that time, mm -hmm. um, but uh, apparently he was he ordered him and then was killed not long after the order was placed, so that uh, like you said, um, uh, Palpatine could kind of take over um, the process and you know as we know they got the the chips and all that stuff and yeah. whatever. Um, but they find out that the uh, bounty hunter named Jango Fett is the template for the clones. And uh, Obi Wan goes to, um, he you know he gets a tour of the place, and then they go and see uh, Jango Fett, and that's where we see um, Boba Fett for the first time as well. Um, Baby Bobo, Bobo, uh, Jango Fett doesn't have any idea who he's talking about. Um. And, uh, you know, he kind of questions him. And, of course, Obi-Wan's suspicious or whatever, but he doesn't really lead on. Um, but Django kind of thinks there's something going on, too. So he tells Boba to pack his things and leave for leaving and get it all on the ship. And well, then first he said, I'm going to cut the door because his armor was showing. Yeah, he did that while they were talking to Obi-Wan um, so that Obi-Wan wouldn't see it. Because uh, he kind of got the idea that uh, he was looking for him, um, and so so yeah, so uh, so they have a they, he puts on his outfit and everything and goes out and starts to um, fight with Obi Wan while he's trying to contact um, you know the council and tell him that he's found the bounty hunter. He's out there giving the uh, uh, you know, speech to him, and Django comes out there, and uh, mm -hmm. right after he finishes, and kind of they have a big fight, um, you know, kicking and shooting and throwing missiles at and this and that. And uh, somehow Django knocks Obi Wan over the edge, um, and they're still tethered together, so they both go over. Uh, Django has these claw right. things that come out of his arm, and he He's able to catch himself on there. 
on the uh, side of the building, but Obi-Wan goes over and pulls him a little bit and, uh, you know, he struggles, but releases the uh, tethering cord and Obi-Wan falls and he's able to um, lasso a pole and catch himself on a pole, Um, but it's underneath a walkway. So Django can't see him. Um, so Django assumes that Obi-Wan is dead and they uh he he packs up in his ship and leaves with Boba. Uh da, 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 da. um and we see at the very last moment that um Obi-Wan uh makes it up an elevator and onto the landing pad and is able to throw a homing beacon on the uh, ship as it's That's leaving. And Obi-Wan follows him to the planet Genosis where, um, you know, the Separatists are building a droid army and, uh, you know, making all kinds of plans, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And Anakin and Padme have been spending time on the uh, planet Naboo, um, you know, frolicking in the fields, rolling around, uh, telling each other when they first had sex and all that stuff. Um. (laughs) You know, flirting and and this and that, and uh, Anakin rides one of those uh, weird animals and falls off and uh, pretends to be hurt, and she comes over and they roll around in the grass and you know have a a tender moment and she's had a wonderful dinner and she has this low cut um, top dress thing on. Uh, while they're talking after dinner, um, but yeah, they, he has. There's a scene where they're eating lunch or something, and he um, force pulls the pear or whatever that is over to him and cuts it for, and then sends it back over. Mm-hmm. That's not a very big supper. I, I would I would be disappointed in that, but whatever. And they they talk about after dinner how it's impossible for them to, you know be together because she's a senator and he's a Jedi and blah, blah, blah. And you know. then he does the man, man, then he does the convincing talk and goes, Oh, but we could keep it a secret. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we could keep a secret and they, uh, they go on with the idea that they're going to, um, not pursue it for now. Uh, but, um, you know, the next day, uh, Anakin's outside meditating, and and Padme comes out, and you know she's like, "Oh, she walks away because she doesn't want to interrupt him," and he says, "Don't go." And um, you know, they have a talk. And... Meditating because he woke up from a dream about his mother. Exactly. He was. He had a go. Scary dream. And he says, "I have to go. I've got to go." Um, help my mother. She's in trouble. I'm sorry. I I must leave you, but I have to go. Exactly. Exactly. And I'll come with um, you. she she says, "I'll come with you and help you." And because um, his problem is, is he can't leave her because he's been ordered by the council to watch her. And, yeah. and she's like, "Well, I'm going to go help your mother. You can come with me if you'd like." Yeah. Um, to to protect me. So, uh, blah, blah, blah. 
Grave Danger. We talked about that. Okay, so they they land they land on Tatooine eventually, um, disobeying Obi Wan's orders. Um, he f- finds uh, Watu, the uh, the flying guy that you think is kind of weird with the bug- yeah. bugs buzzing around him and stuff. And they find out that he sold his mother to a moish ah, moisture farmer named Clegg Lars. Clegg Lars. Uh, so they travel to the farm and talk to them a little bit. We find out that Clegg has been uh, injured because um, they went the his wife Shmi, which is Anakin's mother, um, was kidnapped by Tusken Raiders. And he tells a story about how 30 of them went out and, uh, you know, tried to um, save her and only three or four came back. And he was, he was severely injured. He has uh, one of his legs was cut off and he's been injured in other places and stuff. And he, he said he can't go back until uh, he heals. It's been a month since she was kidnapped, which is a long time. And he said um, she's probably dead. Or she knows he's, she's, he's dead. She's probably dead. And, uh, right, we see a scene where um, uh, Anakin is is in his little, you know, room or whatever that he had uh, set up with C-3PO and all that stuff back in the day. And he has a little, uh, you know, anger and and breaks down and stuff and he's like i've got to save her and um he decides that he's gonna go do that um you know the lars and whatever they try to talk him out of it and he uh he goes out uh and thinks about it outside and Padme follows him a little bit later and says, I'm going to go. And he gets on a, a speeder and goes go. off. Shoom, goes off to little, uh, you know, bike thing goes off and to find him. And he finds the Tuscan community. For some reason, he immediately opens up the, uh, the tent that his mom's in. Uh, probably because he can censor, I guess. I don't know. But I thought it was weird that the first one he opened up, she was there. Um, well, he listened that a couple, didn't he? Yeah, he did, but he she didn't make couple, any noise. Yeah. She didn't make any noise, so um, she's tied up, um, uh, you know, in all week and everything like that, and um, basically on the verge of death. Mm-hmm. Um, and he unties her, and she uh, basically dies in his arms. Yeah. You know, they, they have a couple tender moments, and she dies in his arms. Uh and he says, he says, don't leave me. You can't leave me. No. Uh, and this causes more rage in, uh, in him. Um, and after some anger builds up, he decides he's going to go um, kill everybody in the uh, community. He kills all the men, women, children, and everything. Um, and we get a scene where uh, Yoda senses the the darkness of the force and that, um, that Anakin's done something terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also hear a voice of Kwai John Jin say, Anakin, Anakin, no, which is kind of weird. Um, 
because we haven't seen a force ghost yet, but we we hear him. Um. So Anakin uh, brings his body back to the uh, the uh, homestead, and uh, it's you know it's wrapped up in cloth and whatever, and um, they end up burying her and having a funeral, and uh, you know he apologizes that he wasn't able to help her and all that stuff. Um, you know everybody says their little thing about how they're gonna miss her and all that. And uh, Anakin and Padme basically get back on the ship, right, and leave. Yeah. And we well, cut see, to his. Uh, they, they see uh, what's his name message uh, Obi Wan's message the R two A. Yeah, that's right. R two comes up and they're like, "What are you doing here, R two? And R two has a message um, from Obi Wan on the ship. So they go back and listen to the message and um, find out that um, Obi-Wan is on Genosis and is um, probably in trouble because, you know, his message gets cut off by, you see a bunch of droids come rolling up and, uh, uh, you know, shooting and whatever, and the message cuts off. Um, and they transmit that to uh, the council. Council um, see it. And uh, basically, um, I believe they don't. Do they give him permission to go? Don't they give him permission to go to Genosis and uh, um, help Obi Wan? Yeah, yeah, they give him permission. Um, and we cut to a scene where Obi Wan is is listening to a meeting um, by Count Dooku and some leaders of the guild. Um, they're talking about, you know, how they're gonna. Um, they want. They still want to assassinate Queen or the um, Padme Al Almodovar, whatever. Her name is Naboo, which is, you know, they were able to defeat the the droids and stuff. Uh, blah blah blah. Uh, the council knows of Dooku's army um, and Windu leads a battalion of Jedi to Genosis unbeknownst to them. Anakin and Padme also make their way to rescue Obi-Wan. Uh, meanwhile, Representative Binks calls for the Chancellor to have emergency powers which can't, which they can uh, you know, he can, he can create an army if he needs to. Yeah. For the with those emergency powers. Um, and we see uh, on Genosis, Cap Count Dooku comes into a room where um, Obi-Wan's suspended. Uh, yeah, floating. He's got some sort of... Uh, supposedly, those are um, some sort of shield that that um, Jedi can't escape from. Because they can do, you know, whatever, jumping around and whatever and, and escape some certain things. But those are supposed to be Jedi-proof... Uh, um, restraints. Uh, where were we? Um, Dooku tries to persuade, persuade Kenobi to join him, and Kenobi's like, "No way, I'll never do that." Um, and he tells him about Darth Sidious controlling the Senate, and uh, Kenobi refuses to believe it because that, you know, that that can't be true. There's no way we would know about that. Um, 
and Anakin and Padme arrive to the planet. You know, there's some fighting. Uh, you know, they're in the factory and whatever, fighting with uh, soldiers and um, other things. And Jango Fett ends up uh, capturing them. You know, we also see that this is the part where we see where Anakin gets his arms stamped by uh, yeah. by uh, by the machine. Doesn't yeah. hurt his arm. He just can't get it out. He can't get loose. Um, Padme gets in the big uh, bucket that you know that they're uh, pouring the, uh, the molten lava in. Yeah, soon. yeah, and, and so we get a couple scenes where you know, oh no, he's gonna get uh, chopped in oh, half, no. or oh, oh no, she's gonna get fried by the stuff, and uh, you know, um, she gets rescued. Uh, we see R two D two come in there, and she gets rescued from the pot. He he knocks mm-hmm. the pot off. Um. Anakin's able to escape, and just as he's um, getting ready to uh, get away, is when Jango Fett shows up and starts to attack him and uh, captures him. CP3O gets turned into a. He loses his head and then puts it on a droid. That's right. Droid soldier. Puts it on a droid. Droid soldier's head gets put in his body. Yeah. Little comedy relief there, where he's like, uh, "I seem to be missing my legs, or I, I can't see anything. What's going on?" That kind of thing. Uh, Django captured by Django and sentenced to death. Um, and uh, he's tied up in at in the arena um, that we see where all the everybody's gathered. They're going to have a uh, you know, uh, a death sentence played out, and um, we also see a scene Roman Roman type day thing. Right, exactly. And um, uh, Anakin and Padme are on a chariot type of thing and pulled out there as well. And we see a scene there where they, uh, you know, oh, I love you so much. I love you. I thought we weren't going to do that. <laughs> he confuses I, Annie so much. Yeah, I love you, but you know that's that's but, what women do but, is they confuse us. But we weren't <laughs> going to do that, and they they kiss as they're uh, they're kissing as they come out. That's so uh, sweet. And they get tied up to the uh, post next to um, Obi Wan, and we hear a scene where Obi Wan's like, "Oh, it's about time you got here," and uh, you know. Uh, they're talking away, and we see Padme in the background. She's uh, she's, she's got some sort of she's got some sort of tool, and she's unlocking her locks. And she gets mm-hmm. out and starts climbing up. And uh, you know, mm-hmm. as they've come up with a plan, uh, you know, Anakin's like, "Well, what are we going to do about Padme?" And, and uh, I think Obi on top of it. I think she's on top of things. And she's up on top of her post. She's um, climbing up, and he turns like, "What? What you throw me?" Thing. You crazy chick. Yeah, she's a she's a strong woman, I guess. You know, so mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So we get cool. a so we get a, a scene where um, Dooku and Gunray and a couple of them are watching out into the uh, you know audience as they get mm-hmm. tied up and untied and uh, you know the. Uh, Little animals come out, whatever you want to call them. There's a big animal that's a a next next to. Remember, we saw that on um, uh, 
the Bad Batch, where they were in that field, you know, and uh, and what's her name went out there in this big next two. That's that's one yeah. of the animals that is there, and there's a some sort of uh, bull type of thing with a horn. It's uh, pretty tough, and then um, what's the other one? It's it's a it's a some sort of furry animal, right, with big teeth. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah. And that's the one that goes after Padme. Um, I think uh, Anakin's able to get out because he lets the bull uh, break his chains when he hits yeah. the post. Um, he ducks and, and puts his chains up there, and the bull hits the chains and breaks them. Um, and uh, uh, Obi Wan gets out, uh, you know, a different way by uh, you know pulling them apart or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, I think the big animal knocks over the post or something, and he gets loose. Um, Anakin ends up riding the the bull and trying to uh, get a hold on it. Um, he uh, tames it and eventually. Um, has control of it and he has Padme jump down um, from her perch on top of there. And there's some fighting going on, you know, Obi-Wan's in trouble with the big uh, next to stabbing and chomping and, and breaking and cutting him. Uh, you know, there was Padme a scene got where good gash on top of the pillar. Yeah. Padme got a gash and tore off half of her clothes. Right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it was kind of weird that it only hurt during that time. She screamed pretty loud. Yeah. And after that, she's jumping down, she's riding the thing and she's not complaining about being hurt then. She got to ride with her lover. And yeah, that's it. Why would you that's be so concerned to give him a kiss when you made it down on the animal? Let's get out of here. That's right. And, uh, they, uh, pick up uh, Obi-Wan also. Um, he uh, he jumps on top of the bull and the bull starts to attack the, you know, the big uh, next to animal. And, um, you know, uh, we see some, see them defeat that. And uh, that's when we see um, some of the uh, Jedi start to show up. We see uh, um, Mace Windu comes out behind Count Dooku and, mm -hmm. hey, how you doing? You know, What's up? How's it going? Uh, you're under arrest. <laughs> yeah, you're under arrest. And, uh, you know, um, Django was not, not going to let him do that, uh, whatever. So um, that's when all the Jedi start coming out. They're, all their sabers light up. Um. And they have a big battle in the arena. Um, a couple Jedi run by and hand uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan some lightsabers. They mm -hmm. use them to cut their the rest of their chains off. And Obi-Wan has a confrontation with that big next two and finally kills it. Um, you know, he chops off a couple of its uh, pinchers and then basically stabs it uh, and kills it. Um, and Windu has a fight with uh, Django, and they're fighting back and forth and struggling and whatever. Um, again, oh, Django, Django's, Django's jetpack malfunctions, um, and they begin. They're they're starting to be overwhelmed, and then all of a sudden, uh, we they see some ships coming down, and Yoda's on one of them. 
and there's a bunch ah. of troopers. Uh, they start to land and un unload a bunch of uh, clone army troopers, and we see uh, okay, several surround them, surround them, and make a perimeter. You will. That's right. And they go out, and then um, uh, Dooku releases uh, a bunch of the droid uh, army. So they have clones and droids attacking each other, uh, and over 160 Jedi get killed in the battle, mm -hmm. which is quite a bit. And it actually lists a couple of them, which I don't recognize. Any start of them. Babies. Yeah. Uh, survived after metachlorine intake. Exactly. Yeah, too much. You may be drinking some more metachlorine uh, energy drinks, right? Yeah. Uh, so, a, so they end up, uh, you know, escaping um, the uh, arena um, after. Uh, you know, a short um, battle and, and Dooku and everybody runs off. So they end up escaping on their ships and start... Uh, there's a battle happening outside, too. They're starting to attack all the, uh, you know, the whatever ships that they have. They call them uh, um, uh, cruisers Star of some sort. Start cruisers. They shoot them in the middle there, lower, where the fuel is. And it blow, and then they blow up. Boom! And they, they do that, and they try to attack many more. And then we see, um, you know, there's um, droid army on the ground, and we see the clones on the ground, and they're fighting back and forth, pew pew pewing, and this and that, and uh, we see uh, Newt Gunray and a couple of the people retreat to his ship. Uh, and they escape while the clone army is gaining the upper hand on the droid army. Uh, and we see um, Poggle the Lesser, is what he's called, gives uh, Count Dooku a little pod that's got the plans to the future Death Star on it. Yeah. And he entrusts it to Dooku, who is going, says he's going to take it to his master on Coruscant. Um. And he uh, he gets on a speeder bike and uh, tries to escape. Um, and Anakin and Obi Wan track him down to a secret hangar where they engage in combat. Um, but they are no match for Dooku because uh, he has uh, become very strong in the dark side. Um, he he's got uh, a great lightsaber. Um, skills yeah. and uh he's able to you know throw things at him and we see some force lightning happening um we also see fighting and such he he knocks out obi-wan and anakin goes after him for a while um and anakin actually gets his arm cut off yep. from dooku uh and he's on the ground wounded and Surprisingly, uh, Yoda shows up, yep. walking walking in, and we see a big battle between Yoda and Dooku, and Yoda is bouncing and crawling and jumping all over. They're throwing things at each other from the walls and the ceilings and this and that, and they get into the lightning, too. And we see that uh, Yoda has lightning ability, too. 
Uh, and uh, Dooku uh, finally tries to knock down a pillar in the building that's that will land on top of Obi-Wan and Anakin. And this causes Yoda to uh, stop the pillar from falling and falls falls farther away. Uh, but during that time, Dooku ends up escaping on his ship and, and leaves. Uh, uh, so they, uh, so Dooku escapes. Um, and they're, you know, we, we jump back to the Jedi temple on Coruscant. Obi-Wan, um, Mace Windu, and Yoda are pondering Dooku's warning about Darth Sidious controlling the Senate. Um, and this is where we get uh, Yoda can't believe it. Neither neither does Windu or any, anyone else. Um, and they agree to monitor the Senate. Um, and, they, and we see uh, Chancellor Palpatine and uh, several senators, Bail Organa, overseeing um, the deployment of the clones' forces. And uh, then we get to our last scene in the movie where uh, uh, Anakin and Padme are on Naboo um, because she's gone back to Naboo again. And, uh, you know, since they, res since they rescued everybody and all that. So they're getting married, and uh, it's a secret wedding where... Only a few people uh, that are, you know, like guards of Padme and C-3PO and R2-D2 are witnessing the marriage. So, that is when we see feed, 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 feedback, feed, feed, feedback, feedback, feed, 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 feedback. The credits roll. So, what do you got? What do you got to think about that? Thinking it's a cool show. It's a pretty good movie. I like uh, I like I like Dooku's tail ship. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you think um, the Attack of the Clones was better than uh, Phantom Menace? Maybe. 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 They're, Maybe. they're all building to the third one. Right. Exactly, which a lot happens in the third one for sure. Yeah. So, uh, my question of the week is Who do you think deleted uh, Camino from the Jedi Archive maps? Palantine. But he's not a, he was never a Jedi, so only Jedi have access to the archives. Dooku. There you go. Maybe Dooku, right? Mm -hmm. He was a Jedi and he's defected now. Dooku. Could be Dooku. Poo -poo. Poo -poo Dooku. Um, and we do find out in this movie that Yoda is the one that trained Dooku. Mm -hmm. um, Dooku trained Qui-Gon. qui And we know qui trained um, Kenobi, and of course Kenobi's training Anakin. Yoda um, trained Kenobi. No. It was qui -Gon. That's right, qui -Gon, yeah. qui -Gon Jin. Um, yeah. And he uh, he dies. So he has a and, certain set of uh, skills, right? Yeah. 
Brought another movie into this. That's funny. It's the next one. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. So it, it could be it could be Dooku because um my understanding is is that um uh when they took care of uh Sifo-Dyas, uh which uh from what I know uh Dooku killed Sifo-Dyas when they found out what was going on and uh tried to keep the clone army thing a secret from the Jedi um, using their uh, dark uh, voodoo powers to uh, to hide this information. And they, Dooku was still a Jedi, so he, he was able to get into the archives and delete the uh, Kamino stuff. Um, well, uh, you know, they hatched their plan to, you know, create chips and control and um, create a big war, which we see a lot of that in this movie. They are setting up um, different groups to, uh, uh, you know, attack um, so that the war starts. And that's one of the scenes we see with Dooku uh, meets up with Sidious, right? He's, he's like, the war has begun. And Sidious is like, that's, that's a head up schedule. It's fine. Yeah. We like it. You know, uh, uh, everything's going according to plan and such. So there's a lot that happens in this movie, yeah. uh, building, building up to, you know, the next one that we see. Um, so, yeah, so I think, I think it was Dooku too. I don't, I don't know anything specific saying that Dooku did it, but. Um, he could have done it though. That's the most obvious. Yeah. He, he had, had to have been him as far as I'm concerned. That's why he left. Could be. Maybe uh, someone else like Sifo-Dyas deleted it. I don't know. I doubt it. But anyway, um, you have anything else you want to say about this uh, episode? No. Two? Two worked out pretty good. So um, hopefully, as long as you're still available, we'll be able to watch episode three and review it next weekend. Yeah. And My and. My, I'll be 10 days out from my second eye surgery, so I should be good. Yeah. And uh, the weekend after that uh, would be New Hope. Yeah. And that gives us a weekend off right before the 27th, which is the following Friday. Does that work for you? Yeah. Is that going to interfere with any of the surgeries? Uh, eye surgery is on the 17th, a Tuesday. So, on the 21st, you'll still be able to... No, that's the weekend we're skipping. So, um, today's so the 8th. Coming weekend is our... Yeah. Sat Saturday is episode 3. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R KyleJohansson.us That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S On the left hand side is a navigation menu. 
You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcast. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R-A-B-R-K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott, and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. I am Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say goodbye now. It's time to go once again. Say goodbye, okay, everybody. Goodbye. 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 Bye. Goodbye. Later.